This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. We have terrific guests today to talk about Super Bowl. We'll start with our first guest, Nicole Portwood, who's the Vice President of Marketing for Mountain Dew. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Barbara. Hello, America. It's great to be here with you. It's great to have you, Nicole. So you are the Vice President of Marketing for Mountain Dew. What a terrific brand. What kinds of opportunities do you have with that brand? That's got to be so much fun to work on. You are so right about that. It is, I think, probably the most fun job in the world. Uh, and it really is because our fans are so amazing. I have, I, In my career, I've certainly worked with brands that have the fan at the core of the marketing philosophy, but Mountain Dew really takes that to another level. We've got fans that dye their hair, Baja last green and get tattoos of the brand on their body. And it's just absolutely phenomenal and inspiring every single day. So in the role, I oversee marketing and communications and uh, brand strategy overall. So everything from developing innovation over the horizon to uh, comms and PR and Mm -hmm. events and social and all of it, uh, all of it. And it is a load of fun. So if so, you're doing all of it, then the Super Bowl is just one piece, but a very expensive piece. So how do you decide when to go on Super Bowl and when to do all the rest of it? And how do you make all those decisions? You know, that's it's so interesting because you you mentioned it in the upfront. This The la- landscape of media has never been more fragmented than it is now. And yet the power of the Super Bowl persists. It's this moment in time when you can actually capture the collective imagination of the American populace. And there aren't any other moments like that uh, in the marketing universe. So we do have to be very selective when we want to when we want to flex that muscle. And for us, it certainly is it has a lot to do with the the overall strategy for whatever it is we want to talk about. In this case, what we're talking about is the launch of the very first permanent flavor in the Mountain Dew lineup in a decade. Oh. And that's big news, right? That's yes. an opportunity for us to get ramp up those levels of awareness really, really quickly and then have a bigger conversation outside of game day. No, sorry, sorry. I want to jump in, Barbara. Sorry, just a, really, really quickly, because I, I do want to step back a little bit and give some context. Uh, can you just really quickly, Nicole, talk about the Mountain Dew brand, its ethos, how it's different? Because this sounds like a big moment to, to introduce a kind of new permanent flavor. So step back a little bit and describe the personality, if you will, of Mountain Dew and how you've created such an iconic brand identity. Absolutely. Um, I certainly can't take credit for the long-term brand development, but I am its steward in this moment in time. And I take that responsibility very, very seriously. Um, The brand is about doing. The brand is about action. The brand is about people who want to get up and and take life by the horns. And that ethos spreads through everything we do, whether it's our involvement with action sports. And we were one of the earliest brands affiliated with skateboarding and mountain biking and snowboarding. And those were, you know, practically criminal activities when we decided to put a flag in the ground and say, this is what we, I mean, you know, skateboarding is an Olympic sport at this point. And yes. uh, so it's snowboarding, but, you know, back then that was, that was very much on the, the edge of youth culture. And so being a brand about, about an energized life uh, and about mm. doing is at the heart of the way we think about everything that we do. And that certainly is coming to life through the, uh, the campaign strategy that we have for this year's Super Bowl. 
So you say this is the first flavor. Has there ever been another flavor besides the key flavor for Mountain Dew? There is. Yeah, we have a whole portfolio of flavors and we do have some other permanent flavors in the lineup that are already out there. We've got Code Red, which is Dew with Mm -hmm. cherry flavor and Voltage Mm -hmm. and Live Wire. Mm. Um, And then we have a lot of limited time offerings. We just call them LTOs for short. Mm -hmm. And those are products that kind of go in and out of market. They're typically tied to programs. You'll find them at retail for a limited period of time and then they're gone. Sometimes we bring them back the next Next year, a couple of years later, um, but it's a fantastic way to kind of continue the conversation with our fans and infuse new news on an ongoing basis. For the development of a permanent flavor, that's a that's a much bigger task, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't something that's like, okay, well, we'll make X amount and then we'll put it out in market and we'll learn a lot about it and we'll listen to the consumer conversation and talk with our retail partners about how it's moving versus the rest of the portfolio versus the category. Um, this one is is like we've got to figure out a whole lot more upfront. And as I mentioned, we've got to get that awareness curve going pretty steeply upward pretty quickly mm-hmm. to make sure that it's something that's successful early on. Well, you know, you'll be happy to know, I'm sure you know this from your experience, but as in academia, we're constantly trying to measure what advertising works and what advertising doesn't work. And one of the big results in advertising data is the advertising that makes a difference. In other words, does it make a difference if you put money into advertising or not? It makes more of a difference when there's news. So when you're talking about something that's really creating some kind of new story, at least the research that I've seen, that advocates that that's the time to invest in this kind of big advertising play, which seems consistent with what you're arguing right now. It absolutely is. And we found the same thing just in our ROI analyses against our media investments, for sure. Use of that Super Bowl moment when connected Mm -hmm. to new news for the brand is far more impactful because people get excited about it. It's something literally new. And and frankly, I think given where we are in the world right now, people are hungry for something new and different, particularly if it's in a category that's really tied to kind of entertainment and indulgence and joy and simple pleasures. Um, So I think it's, it's sort of a perfect storm for this kind of announcement. I just want to talk about this really quickly because uh, thanks for that, Barbara, because in some senses, like this is a big question, Nicole, to try to think about, okay, because a lot of brands are choosing not to participate this year, uh, but you guys have something to say, actually. And I love this ethos you've been talking about, this action, this doing, uh, because I happen to be a, a massive fan of sports entertainment. And I happen to be a big fan of a, a gentleman by the name of John Cena, who's a big, huge star. Uh, in that world. And you guys partnered with John Cena. Talk a little bit about that collaboration and how you how that evolved into something that you're going to uh, that you're going to present to us uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, John is just an incredible talent. He really is, whether he's in the ring with WWE or on the silver screen in one of his many films, he is also a self-professed do fan, which Mm -hmm. I will tell you makes a really big difference. He was an absolute joy to work with. I think leveraging celebrity in the right way can be really powerful for a brand message, especially when it's a natural celebrity connection. John, as you mentioned, really does embody this ethos of doing. He is a man of action and anyone who follows him or, or, 
you know, sees him in action in any way knows that to be true. Um, but there's a, there's a borrowed equity that comes into play when mm-hmm. you're working with celebrity talent. There's an mm-hmm. accessibility that comes into play. And in our case, I think we're, we're showcasing John in a way that's going to be a little bit surprising and really, really fun for viewers, which I think will add to that interest. He is an absolute megastar in his mm-hmm. own right. Um, and so he's bringing along his fandom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the idea of that cross-pollination is a really powerful one. And what's beautiful about that cross-pollination, Nicole, is the fact that you said it. John is such an authentic individual. And the fact that he's already a Mountain Dew fan, he's just going to do this. And so I love that idea that he's going to be part of this. And so what I really was interested in, and we're going to, we're going to play this clip in just a second, is that what you've done, which is really also very smart, Nicole, is that you've created a kind of call to action for people in the context of this. So I think if my understanding is correct, people are going to be focused on the commercials, the Mountain Dew commercials that uh, play across the entire game of the Super Bowl. And they're going to be, they're going to be asked to do something. And that something I believe is to, to count the number of Mountain Dew bottles that they see in the ads and then tweet out. I love this. And then tweet out about (laughs) how many bottles did you see? And the person that comes the closest gets to win what Nicole? Uh, they win a million dollars. Oh, a million dollars. Ab- <laughs> yeah. I love it because what you've done there, you've taken this superstar, you've created engagement, you've created a, a call to action, you've created involvement. So let's jump to that clip right now. Listeners, this is the, the teaser clip for Mountain Dew's new ad that involves the great John Cena. 33, 34, 35. Hi, I'm John Cena, and I know how to count. In fact... Knowing how to count could change your life on Super Bowl Sunday. Like, help you win $1 million. If you count all the bottles of delicious Mountain Dew Major Melon, our new watermelon flavor, in our commercial. Okay, great. That was absolutely fantastic. Nicole, can you talk a little bit about what, this is going back to Barbara's question, as we think about, you know, the impact, what is it that you would like to see after everything goes down on Sunday that would say to you, you know what, here's a big success. This is what success looks like in having invested in this particular messaging strategy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we are banking that that big conversation is going to happen post Super Bowl because so often you see lots of brands, they'll release their Super Bowl ads before the game day. And that's so they can, can you know, gain more interest, generate more conversation before you get to the very cluttered media environment of Super Bowl Sunday. And, um, we are not releasing our ad for obvious reasons, right? Yeah, it's actually, I think you mentioned whoever gets closest, you actually have to guess the exact number. Um, and we're, leveraging Twitter as a partner to help us make sure we've got accurate timestamps and all that good stuff. Um, but, but, um, what we're doing is when the spot comes onto the screen, you, the viewer will be tasked with counting all of the major melon bottles throughout the commercial. And the, the teaser clip that you heard, that is, uh, that's John getting people ready for it, giving them all the information they need to succeed in that moment. And yeah, I mean, 
I don't know how many bottles are in that ad that I don't know what the final number is. I think there's some deniability there because I, they don't trust me with the information. Ernst and Young to count them. Very smart, very smart. Um, But uh, it's not something I think people are going to be able to do on first watch, right? It's, it's something that's going to require engagement after the fact. And that's what we're really hoping for. Not only are we going to be able to change one lucky fan's life with winning a million dollars, but the hope is that the positivity and the joy and the fun that's not only in the spot itself, but in this opportunity to feel like you're part of a community working toward an answer um, will generate lots of great conversations online uh, in the aftermath of Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, you know, you're describing what my question was going to be, and you kind of gave the answer, but I want to reiterate it just for people who are thinking about going into marketing. It's not just about like one Super Bowl right it's about all the play before all the strategized engagement after what you do to keep the conversation going and it sounds like i mean that was going to be my question but you answered it that that was absolutely part of the campaign it's not just how to design one ad it's also all of this other stuff and i assume everything you do in today's world is like that now It's absolutely true. I mean, I know we hear that buzzword omni-channel all the time, but it is so true and it's so real. We all know that Super Bowl spots are really, really expensive. But if you're just trying to squeeze value out of that 30 seconds, you're doing it wrong, right? Like That's the opening of a doorway to a much bigger conversation. And you've got to have follow-up plans and content development and people ready and resourced to keep that conversation going about the brand. Well, Nicole, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you very much for um, what, you know, for sharing your campaign with us and telling us about all the excitement that's going up. And now where can our listeners go to keep up with you and everything that's going on on Do the Mountain Dew? (laughs) Uh, You can visit us at mountaindew.com. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, The rules of this specific contest are at lifechangingdew.com. So you can read up on that and be ready to go for Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, And then, of course, the the teaser that you played the audio for, that's out on YouTube as well. And look for Mountain Dew Major Melon at a store near you. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.